queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Queen's Takeover Podcast is sponsored by W Energy. W Energy is an energy and dietary supplement. Supplement contains coffee fruit extract and is a energy drink you can mix at home with no jitters and no crash. You can receive your starter sample packs, shakers, energy drink tubs. You got shirts, individual packets. Um, it contains all flavors such as beach and peach, which is a mango white peach cooler, which happens to be my favorite. We got Dragonade, um, Dub Sludge, Galaxy Grenade. You can get all this at w.gg and use the promo code QTBowDown to get 10% off your order. And that is w.gg QTBowDown for 10% off that helps support W Energy and your Queen's Takeover Reminded of, I just thought about something Corey Graves said on Fastlane. He said, Extreme Rules runs in the family because this is the first time we're recording since uh, No Mercy. And it's like you had No Mercy, uh, No Mercy, Becky Lynch killing it with Tiffany Stratton. And then last night, uh, Seth and Shinsuke, damn, damn. But for Fastlane, with only five matches, the night absolutely rocked. Every fucking match was off the charts. Proof Insane. that quality is better than quantity, Tony Khan. Just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. Oh my god, where to start? Where to start? Okay, well, fuck it. Five matches, we'll start at the beginning. Okay, so... The tag title match got made after we recorded our last episode because, of course, we record the weekend before and everything like that. So you had Jay Uso and Cody going against uh, Finn and Damian for the tag titles. In the end, of course, it was a five-on-two advantage. But damn, Cody and Jay ended up taking the titles. And then the... (laughs) I don't know which one was better last night. The match itself... Or the press conference clips. He was drunk. <laughs> I think they both were. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Lord have mercy. Alright. Jolie, what'd you think? <laughs> um if I had to rank it, it'd be four stars, just because I I'm getting really sick and tired of constant interference. Um, it's just the one thing I know that's what they do. It's same with the bloodline. It's just some things are overdone and some things just need to be, they need to nip shit in the bud, but you know, it is what it is. And I'm happy Cody won a title again. 
Um, now, is this a way to get his foot in the door on SmackDown to face off against Roman? Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Um, so, but all in all, it's four stars. Um, Mr. McFunko Pophead uh, needs to run for his life. And yeah, dude. I, I The one person, and no hate to Finn, because I love Finn, but I feel for Damien because he seems to be the battering ram for J.D. McDonough. He is the one that constantly gets hits, gets screwed over because of J.D. And it's kind of pissing me off because I feel like if they're just going to pull the trigger and pull Damien out of Judgment Day, they need to do it sooner rather than later because it's dragging its feet at this point. And I know we're mm-hmm. supposed to trust the process and we're stressed. And with the bloodline, it works. Trusting the process and trusting the storyline with the bloodline, it works. Trusting the storyline and the process with Seth and Vincenzo works. Trusting the process with Becky and Tiffany and Becky and Trish, it worked. This is not working. People do not like J.D. McDonough. He, he is pissing a lot of people off. He, he, he still has the bad rap about his uh, supposed charges of domestic abuse that's a turn off for him uh for fans so it's just they either need to pull the trigger or they need to cut the storyline and have him go off and do something else because in all honesty that part of the J- judgment day storyline is ruining the judgment day storyline yeah i mean i got i got issues with judgment day and i will get to those in a minute because yeah, I'm kind of a little pissed off about something. I, I know. But, I, I swear, this is the one episode where I am completely chill with everything across the board. I ain't mad at shit with WWE. I ain't mad at shit with AEW. I ain't mad at shit with NXT. I'm just fucking chill. So, ah, I, I, this is an odd one for me because y'all, I'm usually the angry one. Yeah, exactly. But I'll, I'll I'll take my frustrations out in a second. So, Caleb, you kind of had a double-edged sword with this match. It's like you're a huge Finn fan. You were excited that he finally had a championship because he hasn't had one in a while. Finally became a Grand Slam champion. He lost it last night, though, but he lost it to one of your other favorites, Cody, who he's now holding a gold title for a first time since he came back to WWE. What did you think about all that? Um, it was crazy. Um, like I said, I was I didn't watch Fastlane last night, but you know I saw the results and stuff. And you just going through your social media, and it says, "And new undisputed tag team champions Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso." And I was like, "Wait, what? Really? Seriously? Okay." And then I go back and see the clips that wonderful JD Madonna screwed him over. Mm-hmm. And then Rhea's reactions were just crazy, um, screaming and yelling. So I wonder how they're going to address that tomorrow. Um, but I am happy for Cody. Um, and like I said, I heard the press conference or whatever was pretty funny. They both apparently admitted that they were drunk. So, hey, they were celebrating and having fun. So um, congrats. I don't know what's going to lead within now. This will be interesting. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to have to see it and everything because it's, like, there's still turmoil. I think the most heated is going to be, like, J.D., like, what what you're saying, Jolie, like, J.D. versus Damien somehow. He wanted to cash in last night, but they were, like, trying to hold Damien back, like, tell him, no, you're banged up, I'm banged up, stuff like that. In In all honesty, I'm actually glad that they did not cash in last night because I think that would have taken away from the absolute war that Seth and Shinsuke put on and sometimes cash-ins are good like the Dolph Ziggler cash-in on Alberto Del Rio the Edge cash-in on John Cena but I always felt like you know those are those were normal matches when you've got a match like a last minute oh holy fuck go live oh sorry um I'm watching the NASCAR race, and she's the grand marshal for the Charlotte Roval race. She just did. The- oh wow! Yeah. So, huh. sorry about Jeez. that. Little- I'm like, oh wait, that's cool. I love. <laughs> I haven't seen her in forever, so 
okay, go girl. Um, I should go. Chuck Lashley's okay. Yeah, uh, but so when it comes to stipulation matches, I always hate when they have the cash-ins on those because it seems cheap and tawdry. If it's a regular match, that's different. But I'm glad that they didn't cash in last night. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. No, but it's like I kind of see your yeah, I see your point with that and everything. And side note, your screen's funny as hell right now because it was froze. It was froze. It was like you're like going like uh uh uh. Uh. (laughs) well my eyes are burning right now somebody's mowing the lawn my mom cut onions because we're having pork roast for dinner so my eyes are burning from that throughout the house and okay uh, it's it's my allergies are off the chain and plus i'm still not 100 percent from getting my covid booster and flu shot on last monday Ugh! yuck all right, but either way, it's like they got to get everything going here with the Judgment Day, one and one thing or another, because it's like it's a bunch of nonsense, um, and it's like either kick JD to the curb or kick Damien to the curb. But let's get it on with it. Okay, I gotta get this out real quick because I was home last week watching No Mercy and everything. I was thrilled as fuck when Trick won because even when he walked in, he had the arena cr- hyped and everything. He won um, and took the title off Dom. I was like, well, yes, finally. And then what does HBK do? Three days later, he gives the title back to Dom. HBK, come on. This is ridiculous. Why are you keeping the title on that little shit? I mean, it's like you ruined a perfectly good thing for Trick. His parents were even there for Christ's sakes. And then you you made Dominic look weak as fuck because he lost it. When nobody was around, and then yeah, he won it when everybody was there. So you made him weak as fuck because he couldn't, he can't win shit by himself. So where are we going with this? It's like this is ridiculous. I'm so sick of Dom holding that damn title. Enough already. I <gasps> I 100% agree with that sentiment. Um, you made him look. Strong versus Dragon Lee. Strong in the loss to to Trick. But you make Judgment Day look weak when it came to him getting the title back. And making Dom look weak is actually fucking hilarious because I love to make fun of him. I'm trying to get him to uh, to block me. It hasn't worked yet. Um, I might just start sending him a picture of chicken nuggies. Just just to say, oh, does baby need his chicken nuggies? Oh, does that Dom Dom need his chicken nuggies? Oh. And again, <laughs> again, Dom Dom, or Dum Dum, as I like to call you, I will do that shit to your face because you can't fucking touch me. Because if you touch me, that's a lawsuit. I'm allowed to heckle as a fan. I'm allowed to taunt as a fan. I can do it respectfully. I can do it without being malicious or racist or homophobic, which is kind of redundant with my case because I'm gay. Um, But I can do it by just calling you a giant baby. Maybe if I do go to a live show, I'll have a picture of you on a sign in a diaper with crying. Like, I want my chicken nuggies. Mommy, where's my chicken nuggies? You fucking baby back bitch. No wonder why your father abandoned your ass. You're a fucking bitch. No no wonder why Rey Mysterio has a brand new fucking family that knows how to fucking support his ass. Right. Hey, Kayla, what did you say to Dom to to get him to block you? Something about can't... Something about, um... Oh, he won the title against Wesley, and once again, Judgment Day helped him, and I said... Yeah, you're not. I said you don't deserve that title because you couldn't win it on your own. Okay, you're just, you're just being salty as fuck and went ahead and blocked you. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I've said that, but he hasn't blocked me. I guess he was just salty as crap that day and decided to block somebody, and I just happened to be that person. God damn! <laughs> Keep insulting him, Jolie. It'll happen. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. 
Hey, I got it. Throw in a mommy reference. Oh, I have. I said, I said, Kathy Kelly's a better partner for Rhea than he is. Prettier too. And that didn't work. Oh my God. No. Wow. (laughs) Again, like I said, I want to sit. This is what I want. I want somebody to help me get money for front row tickets that that little baby back bitch is going to be at. And I will have a sign that says Dom Dom is a baby back bitch. It'll probably get taken away, but I do not care. Probably. Because I will stand there like I did to Seth freaking Rollins when he was a part of his whole Buddy Murphy AOP Messiah phase. And I screamed at him, your bears are baby back bitches. And he got upset with me. Like, he oh, 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 down. oh, 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 Justin Fields, you're such an asshole. <laughs> no, I had him for the first two weeks. Quick story. I had him on, I had him starting for the first two weeks of fantasy. He does horrible. I finally bench him. And then the last two weeks altogether, he gets like 70 points. I'm going, you bitch. I cut his ass and picked <laughs> up Tua because Tua's been doing fantastic. You know what? He picked up Tua yet. I'm like, well, fine. Because I have, I had him and then I had um Daniel Jones because I thought he's still a decent quarterback he sucked ass so I dropped him for Jordan Love because Jordan Love had some good games and then I'm yeah. like well they're playing a shit defense and all of a sudden you know I'm like fuck fuck Justin Fields I'm done with your bitch ass and then I fucking drop him for Tua and then Tua gets fucking wrong I'm like I can't fucking win now right it's like absolutely crazy it's like steve and i have already talked about fantasy football retirement after this season we just oh, no, i'll still play i still play i love it it's just frustrating that like you know you you want shit to go a right way but it just does not go that way that you need it to i know right oh yeah yeah okay so speaking of things going their way so kayla last night six person tag well it was originally supposed to be a six person tag uh, Street Profits and Lashley go into it looking at a 5 2 scenario, a 3 2 scenario. Um, and then we finally get the return we've all been expecting for a, a long ass time. Carlito came in and came in and saved the day. He looked good and everything, but it's just like, oh man, but yeah, things didn't go their way, huh? You know, Street Profits and Lashley thought they could probably. So I said, oh, we'll take them out. They ain't going to find nobody. Um, so, yeah. street. Uh, obviously, you know, everyone thought that Profits and Lash was going to get the win. Guess what? You bring in Carlito. You know LWO ain't going to lose. So, um, but, yeah, it, it was crazy. I'm glad to see him back. I saw that he's officially part of the main roster on SmackDown. So, um Oh my god. I'm sorry, I just saw something on Facebook. Um but no. Uh yeah. I'm excited to see what's next for Carlito and part of the LWO and I'm excited to see um what's next for the Prophets and Lashley, because I know Prophets had to earn Lashley's respect back and now that they lost this match, it's gonna make me wonder. So Exactly. Well, I, I don't see Lashley getting mad at them for losing a match where they had a mystery, a mystery opponent because you can't prepare for that. So I think he'll give them a little leeway. I am interested to know if they're going to bring in Odyssey Jones to be their uh, fourth member, which I think I heard be, that. Which will be actually that. very fucking cool because I actually like the dude. I thought he was great in NXT. He just got hurt. So I'm looking forward to seeing if they bring him in. There were talks about possibly Jade joining them. But the rumor has it she's actually going to go to Raw, which, again, I think is a very good thing. Because um, as much as I love wanting, I want her to do with Bianca, Charlotte, all them. I think if they start her off with, like, maybe a Becky one or um, on that magnitude, I think Becky is probably one of the best to help bring her up and teach her the ropes properly. But uh, as for the LWO, um, again, I was the only one on this little group that predicted them to win. Uh, because I'm just that damn good. Uh, but I love the fact that Zelina Vega did get involved. I love the fact that she had the chancla in her waist pants or on her belt. I thought that was fucking hilarious doing the Meteora. Uh, she did that, what, on Tez, I think? Yeah, I think so. I could be wrong. Yeah, but so, I, again, a fantastic match. Uh, 
it's going to take me a little while getting used to Carlito's new theme, but um, I did dig his uh, Puerto Rican flag with the apple on in the middle of it. So that was fucking cool as shit. So, yeah, again, another uh, four-star match. Fuck you, Meltzer. I know you're going to say that's like a three or a two because you're a dick. But, yeah, no, again, it was a very fun match. You were worried for a minute, but I was kind of hoping that maybe Andrade finally said fuck you to Tony Khan, but I know it didn't happen. But that would have been that would have been fucking epic if Andrade's music hit. Yeah, exactly. That would have been. But no, nothing. I don't get me wrong. I love Carlito. He looks fucking fantastic, and you know, props for him to getting another. Even if it's a small run back with the WWE, props to him. I and I think he's just fantastic. Yeah, and you know what? It's like for only being a ten minute match, it's like it was still pretty damn good for a ten minute match, which was actually the shortest. It was actually the shortest match of the night. Was that one? And and so it's like for only being ten minutes, it was pretty damn good. Oh man! Again, like I said quality over quantity you can have a good seven to eight minute match i honestly think that 10 to 15 minute matches are some of the best matches because you're focused on getting the moves right you're focused on doing everything proper there's no long delays there's no long you know breaks in the action um i they're some of the better matches for me are the shorter matches to be perfectly honest some like an Iron Man match, yeah, that that's granted those are amazing as well, but just I like fifteen minute ten to fifteen minute matches because you have to keep interest in people. And sometimes yeah. depending on the match, definitely for a tag match. Now, like a triple threat, twenty to twenty five minutes is a good one. Last man standing again, probably about a half an hour. Yeah. Tag matches 15 minutes tops because you lose interest in my opinion exactly right well last night's triple threat with the women was 17 minutes 1720 if i remember correctly from what i saw wikipedia and everything but i mean it's like in the end eo is pretty happy probably happy bailey was out there but damn that match was a banger Holy shit, that was a banger. I'm happy EO retained because I I was just not ready for her to lose the title yet. But oh my God, Jolie, that was a banger. Uh that was most likely my favorite match of the night. Um I loved how Charlotte took herself out of the match with the mist for a little while, so they was able to highlight EO and Asuka. Love the team up of EO and Asuka against Charlotte. And I liked the callback to NXT when it was Io, Charlotte, and Rhea. And the figure four was locked in on Rhea. And Io hit the splat, uh, the moonsault and pinned Rhea. This time she pinned Charlotte. And uh, yeah. can now people stop saying that Charlotte is fucking selfish when she's been constantly putting women over now for a while? Yeah. And I, I will say, you know, seeing... Bailey getting involved and you see EO getting upset, but Bailey being the one reason why she retained, you know, it just, to me, it seems like if anybody is going to defect from damage control, it's going to be EO, not Bailey. Right. And it may be, um, it may be in a month or so, whenever um, a certain uh, pirate princess, finally shows back up again but it depends on what show she goes to i don't we don't know that yet so we'll have to see when that happens well i think that if jade goes to raw Kyrie is going to go to smackdown that's my prediction oh okay so kayla i know you didn't get a chance to watch the whole show but it's like from what you saw what you heard and everything uh, uh triple threat your thoughts i mean i thought it was a good match a part of me you know, had that feeling like, is this where we're going to be Charlotte? She's going to become a 15 time or, you know, that's what I was thinking. But then it's like, I didn't want EO to, you know, lose it because she deserves it, you know, a good title run, you know, and just everything. 
Um, but yeah, like Jolie said, the back to the NXT take um in your house where figure four was locked in and EO, you know, got the pin and they redid it there. And I thought that was cool. Um, but no, for real, this is EO's moment and I hope she continues to keep it for a bit. And it's just a matter of time that you can see the bricks in the wall breaking, but it's just a matter of time we might have damage control. EO is going to get a little fed up, especially if Bailey continues to misunderstand Japanese and put her in matches that she don't need to be putting her in. Oh my God, Bailey Webster's. Uh, what's that damn app language app? Whatever the fuck it is, Bailey, download it. Learn some Japanese. I was like, that's not what I said. That's not what she said. I thought that she said. <laughs> oh my god! And who the hell brought up in the damn press conference Taylor Swift to her? Really? Was that necessary? Jesus! I, Even Travis Kelsey that's a, says it's enough. I think people are just really trying to capitalize on Taylor. The NFL is using her, so why not piss off Tony Khan and say, "Hey, Taylor Swift's going to be at the at NXT on Tuesday." Or some shit like that, you know. <laughs> but um, I mean, shit. If Taylor showed up to WrestleMania, that'd be fucking epic. Just, just putting that out there. But you know, in all honesty, the Taylor Swift craze has got to, got to stop. It's, it's not fair, not only to the, the players, the players' families. It's like the the thousand cutaways during last week's football game against the Jets. I'm like, I want to watch the field. Don't get me wrong. I am a Swifty. I am 100% a Swifty. I love Taylor Swift. I would fight for her because I know, I well, shit, I just found out some more shit about her that that woman has been through hell. And like, you might not, people might not think it, but she has, literally. And so it's just like, you know, people just need to fucking lay off her before she does her whole disappearing act again legitimately like just nfl wwe aew leave taylor swift the fuck alone my god it's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous because hell it's like steve was watching the watching the game last week and it's like i was doing something during the game oh i wasn't feeling good so i was like laying down and so he said i have to turn it off it was just too much it was just it was just too much oh yeah yeah oh 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 okay all right, I got to bring this up before, uh, since we're talking football, I got to bring this up before we get into the last couple of matches and everything. Okay, so all three of us are football fans. We also, we're also college fans. So in football, if, you have, if, if you're winning a game and you have seconds left, like 40 seconds left, um, and you have the ball, you're winning the game, what do you do? You try to run out the clock. By what kneeling the ball, right? Uh, it depends on if there are timeouts on the opposite team. Uh, if if that's not the case, then you run the ball so they can, you know, to bring the clock down. Okay, I don't even know if they have, they have a person had. Are you talking about the time. Miami game where this elbow was down on the ground and before the ball came out and they uh, gave the wrong call and allowed that touchdown? That game, I did not see his elbow down. They somebody had a picture of him still with the ball in his hand. His elbow was down. And that's technically down by contact. I may not see that because they no, didn't that review it. They didn't review it. I thought turnovers turnovers are reviewable. Why the hell did they not review that? If they reviewed it, they just didn't see it. But somebody literally said, "Uh, that's his elbow on the ground." But yeah, it is what okay. it is. They they should have just fucking knelt the ball and dealt with it that way. But again, yeah, because like I took it. I, t- I took a screenshot of it and everything. Georgia Tech was out of timeouts. Oh, okay. Georgia Tech was completely out of timeouts. So even it's like, if th- that was like one of the dumbest things I ever saw ever because it's like they're out of timeouts. You just kneel on the ball to run off the clock. And why would you even risk it is beyond me. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I-, I didn't get that either. I thought that was fucking stupid. Just like the Bills game earlier this morning, they the guy tried to lateral it backwards, and you lost to Jacksonville in London. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Bills. 
I needed Jacksonville to lose only because they're in my division. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. All right. Ah, oh, back to fast lane. Uh, okay. Kayla, I knew it. You couldn't have a show in Indianapolis without Pat McAfee. Right? Hey, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, yeah, I saw the clip when I was at, um, last night or whatever, but, um, yeah, I saw the clip and I was just like, yay, Pat McAfee. And it comes out the <laughs> Indianapolis Colts thing too, so. Of course, of course. I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't mind Pat. I don't mind Pat now and everything, but God, when he played for the Colts, he, he used to get on my nerves so much because I mean, uh, I'm a Houston fan and everything. But, <laughs> whew, but yeah, just him coming out and at least, I mean, him and Corey didn't spat as much as they usually do and everything, but there was there was a little bit there. <laughs> there, was, there was definitely a little bit there, but yeah, John Cena and uh, LA Knight getting the win over Jimmy and Solo. A uh, certain tribal chief is going to be pissed off as hell. I think uh, Heyman aged another twenty years last night after that yep. match. It was just like absolutely insane. And then I like the fact afterwards that. Uh, John went to go raise uh, L.A. Knight's hand, and then he said, ah, 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 and then L.A. Knight raised his hand. It's just like, it was crazy, wasn't it, Kayla? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, so from what you saw, from what you saw and everything, what'd you think? I thought it was a cool match. Um, like I said, we said L.A. Knight and Cena winning, obviously, with, um, uh, L.A. Knight being in the corner of Cena, you know, had to get the upper hand. Um, who got the pin? Was it Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy ate like, the pin. Yeah. Okay. So that now that's going to trigger Roman even more saying, huh, we shouldn't have let him back in the bloodline. You're not part of the bloodline. So, yeah, we're going to have one angry tribal chief. And guess what? We'll find out next Friday. Oh, for he's real. Bo- so he's about to return. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, how many times does he return when he's only been gone, like, a few weeks or something like that? It's just like, oh. It's like, this it? Tribal Chief Return. Tribal Chief Return. Like, you almost oh. forget that he that he exists sometimes. I know, right? Jesus. And it Christ. pops up, Roman Reigns is returning. It's like, oh, hi, you still exist? Yeah. It's like, for real. Oh, man. But, Jolie, you actually had a chance to watch the match. Yeah, it was actually pretty decent. Loved seeing... Um... Pat back. Sorry, brain fart. Uh, but no, I just love seeing him back. He, and I do agree. I think Indianapolis does deserve at Lucas Oil Fields a WrestleMania, just not 40 or 41. I could say maybe WrestleMania 45 because I want either 43 or 44 to go to London. Hands fucking down. London deserves a WrestleMania. Uh, good match overall. Uh, I really want, as, as funny as it is, I really wanted LA to turn on on Cena and have Jim uh, Jimmy get the pin. I just want that match. I want LA Knight versus John Cena, and I want John Cena putting over LA Knight, cementing him to be even higher in, in his in his standings than he already is. Okay. Um, but again, another four star match. You know, of course. Meltzer will probably give it a two, but only a two because he loves John Cena and apparently does not like L.A. Knight. Um, it would okay. have been higher if Roman was there. And you literally saw Heyman's hair get whiter. Oh, my and, God. Um, also, like Rhea said, Tribal Chief, do you not have Peacock where you are? Are you not a millionaire? You can't spend four ninety nine to watch it? You had to get play-by-play from... The walrus? Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, Meltzer! Oh, 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 oh. I'll get to his ass in a minute. Fuck shit. But no, it's like, it was a, it, I mean, it was a great match, and like, after it, it's like, the match helped, I mean, even though they weren't fighting against, they were fighting with each other, it helped, like, uh, it helped LA Knight just kind of boost them even more, and it's like, yeah, you got, you're gonna have a very Pissed off tribal chief come Friday. I had the OSBO. All right. Jolie, the war, the main event war. How how does how is Seth doing this with his back is beyond me. 
And the fact that he actually survived last night and walked out the, as the champion, holy shit. Okay, so simply we- put, this is what he did. He went to Becky a couple days ago. He goes, hey, babe, when you, when you got the epidural, you felt no pain, right? Right. Cool. Goes to his doctor, has a fucking epidural, because that's the only way I could think that he got through that fucking thing. I am having lower back pain out my ass. My hips are bothering me. Like, watching that, like, I was in pain watching that. And then, like, people were like, oh, look, there's a crash pad. Oh, look, there's them going on fucking concrete. There's crash pads everywhere, you dumb fucks. They have them there for safety. It's just a precaution if they wanted to use that. They didn't. They went through a fucking table onto concrete for the end part of that match. So I'm so sick of the tribalism. It's really getting on my nerves. Um, but that star, that that match, five fucking stars. It wasn't my favorite match. It was like my second favorite. Again, I love any women's mm-hmm. matches. The women's will always take top tier for me. Depending on uh, like other stipulation matches, but the women won the show for me just because they they finally got the crowd back into it, which was good, you know. When but that match, everybody was on their feet, and again, I'm yeah. so glad that they they nixed Damian cashing in because I think it would have taken away from the war that Seth and Shinsuke had, and that red mist. Oh my god was epic. Um, you know, typical lesbian during her period eating out, you know, red wings. He got his oh, red wings. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna make me puke. Yeah. It looked like Seth got his red wings that night. But no, again Oh, I'm seriously gonna puke. Stop. <laughs> again, fantastic match, one hundred percent, five stars, and um glad that Seth retained, but I was kind of pulling for Shinsuke because with the Japanese tour coming up shortly, they kind of missed the ball, but it didn't, this, this match did not make Shinsuke look weak at all. He still looks like a fucking monster. And just like Triple H said, this is the Shinsuke that we've wanted to see. Not the shitty heel that he was a couple years ago with the ball busting on AJ Styles after he won the WrestleMania. This is, this is the strong style that we've wanted. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of what he has to do before, um, you know, he decides to eventually retire or leave the company. Um, and I do want to point out something. We talked about the media scrum last night. I love Triple yeah. H's response to the edge question and how there's no animosity. And the only people that, you know, are bringing animosity are mainly the fans. Right. I still feel slightly, when somebody says they're retiring, fucking retire. Don't don't go to a company that's known for hurting people. You know, I, I do. I feel again, I still I have my feelings. He can do what he do, does. Edge can get the bag that he wants to get. Do I think if you say, hey, I'm retiring. This is my last match in in Canada. And I swear to God, if AEW goes to Canada and he wrestles and then that's bullshit right there. That'll be bullshit right there. I will call shenanigans. But um, for all the people saying that they want Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys one last time, please no. 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 And I'll say this. Maybe five, six years ago? Yeah. But the way Jeff has been looking and, and Matt has been looking, uh, I don't want that match. I want to stay in my memories of, of those guys. And honestly, with I haven't watched a lot of AEW lately, but with the way that Christian's been running as a heel right now, a pure asshole, especially after their confrontation the other night and everything, it's like I'm good. I'm good. It's like I'm I'm just waiting for them to go at it. But it's just like with their their initial confrontation on the other day on Dynamite, it's like okay, this is gonna get interesting. And, and uh, I, I will say that I did enjoy the hug and then the. Go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. I'm like, I need to use that line with a hug on somebody that I that that's an asshole. <laughs> okay, so all right, so Kaylin, now we need a couple responses out of you. Okay, so for well, since, since we're talking about it right now, the whole edge and the, the whole edge edge Christian thing. Go ahead. 
I mean, as much as I would love to see another run with Edge and Christian as a tag team, but honestly, I'm really liking this whole heel Christian in AEW. Um, and funny thing, you know, it's just one of the clips that we have for Outrage Control is it says, you don't have a father because your father is dead, dead. It's like the remix of it. But anyway, I'm just... I'm just liking this heel Christian, and then the fact that, you know, Edge is trying to get re uh, tagged up with him, or Adam getting back up with him, and he just goes, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was just like, okay, that's it. We're eventually going to get one-on-one, um, because obviously this past Wednesday, or this coming Wednesday, or sorry, this coming Tuesday, we're going to have... um Adam versus Luchasaurus. So I'm gonna see how that goes. Um but yeah, this uh heel Christian right now just needs to stay where he's at right now because I kinda like it. So And it was kind of crazy because one of the things that he said was like one of his daughters said, Go have fun, go be with Uncle go be with Uncle Jay. And then Uncle Jay says that on national TV. <laughs> Asshole. Oh fuck. All right, back to back to Seth and Shin. Go ahead, Kayla. I mean, last man standing matches are always crazy. Um, part of me was kind of rooting for Nakamura, um, but we kind of feeling that Rollins was going to retain. How he's doing it, with supposedly with his back injury, is insane. Um, we don't know. So, but um, I think what happened to last man standing, ugh, last man standing match was probably one of the best bets. You didn't make no one look weak or anything in that match. So, for what I seen online, it looked. It looked like a great, great match, and um, obviously Visionary got serenade, like, because he won, so it was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, I mean, in the beginning, for five matches, it's like the whole night fucking, like, absolutely rocked, and it's just, like, it was just, like, completely unbelievable, and it's like, I'm, it's like, props to everybody for absolutely pulling that off. That was just insane. Oh my gosh. And then hold on. I was gonna bring something else up. Kayla, Kayla. Someone put out on Twitter, uh, at King uh Ryburn said, um, in regards to Cody and Jay, he said, I'm not calling them Jody. They're the main event nightmares. Of course. That's yeah, actually not like bad it. though. Kind of like it though, main event nightmares. Yeah, I actually oh. like that. That was pretty it's like that was pretty badass and everything. And then, of course, it's like, okay, so, yeah, and just the fact that for her to even show up last night, like, in the, like, pulling up and Triple H talking to her, it's just like, Jade already there. It's just like, it's like, TikTok. They're pushing her to the moon, and, you know, as much as we ragged on her in AEW, that was because of how Tony pushed her. But we're seeing her train in the PC. We're mm-hmm. seeing her do these interviews and talking and being honest. And we're seeing her being treated like a star where I felt like she was treated as an attraction in AEW that made you want to hate her. And I mean, like, yeah, I, I do apologize for some of the things I said, but I said those because I was frustrated with the product, not with the person. Because she's a character. She was playing a character. I was frustrated with the character. I was frustrated with everything that Tony Khan was doing with her. But I am actually looking like, you know, when this first was like, oh, she's going to resign with AEW. I, I, I didn't think of any reason for her not to resign with AEW. But when she said that they wouldn't give her the matches with some of the top women. Are you fucking that kidding me? That alone's bullshit. Because you damn well know she's going to get put in with some of the top women here. And she's going to fucking rock it with these top women. Like, look at Becky and Tiffany. Number one, they're no mercy match. Again, off the fucking chain. But you had Becky training Tiff in ring during the match and coaching and doing it right. You don't see that over an AEW. You don't see them trying to elevate each other. You just see them trying to see who could be the best. And like, 
That's the one thing I love of what WWE has been doing now with some of the newer talent, with Dragon Lee, with Cameron Grimes finally coming out of the woodwork mm-hmm. to back up Dragon Lee, which I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, you know, it's a, everyone's like, well, where have he, where's he been? Where's he been? I think WWE has realized that when you have too many storylines going on, people get shuffled. And now we're able to focus more on other people and move different storylines in different pieces. Now that Austin Theory is kind of teaming up with Grayson Waller, some whoever's going to face those two is going to need backup. And I think the perfect bring Cameron Grimes to be that, whoever that person's backup is, is Cameron. Yeah. I think it's fucking yeah. perfect. You know? So it's, it's going to be very interesting to see, like, you know, all these things are finally like falling into place and working it out. And again, it's like, I can't wait to see what they do with Jade. Because, and again, this is somebody who has fucking ripped on her daily whenever we were talking to AEW shit. You know, I fucking ripped on her. You know, I, I apologize for it now. But, you know, it's just, it's frustrating when she's being made to be a certain way and she's not a certain way. So it is what it is. I'm looking forward to seeing what she does in WWE. I'm pretty sure Kayla, the one that has disliked her, I think, the most, is looking forward to what she's going to do in WWE. I mean, like I said, she may not have been my favorite ever in AEW, but, you know, going out there and defending her, um, defending at the title every week and getting a 60-0. I mean, she earned my respect. She improved and grow so much performance but jolie's right you had what kind of character that she was there and honestly i'm intrigued to see what she can do over here and i'm excited for her you know because like i've stated you know on other you know streams with the fanatics network you know you got the likes of becky lynch charlotte flair eo sky oscar rhea ripley um i would love to see jade go up and just smack the teeth out of Nia Jax I mean there is so many talent up there um you know even if you wanted to I mean Asuka you can have a match with her and it's um yeah I am I am really excited to see what's next for Jade Cargill and the fact that they're actually being able to use her name which is I think is cool um yeah and speaking of Jade there was a tweet I saw. It was a picture. I'm kind of disappointed in this person because they're, it's one of the big cross fans. And he tweeted as a picture of Triple H and Jade together and says, oh, Sheldon Benjamin is back. I what said, the fuck? Yup. So disrespectful on so many levels. And it's like, you could be a beautiful woman and be fucking muscular and tell, look at fucking Bianca. Look at Charlotte. It's not okay, like Rhea. That. Rhea! Oh my god. Absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, that asshole could go. Someone says, stop hating on Jade Cargill. He says, she's okay. I'm just having fun with it. Someone goes, sometimes you can have fun, sometimes you can't, but this is not a joke. Get it. Who tweeted that out? Who who tweeted that out originally? At Who's- Crosstown Downtown. Oh, I got another one from him. I get I got another one from him too. I wonder if it's the same one I have. Go, you go ahead. Still at cross town, cross downtown. Johnny Gargando ending a raw just tells you the sad state of where WWE is at right now. Things are going to get worse from here on out. Your mama should have swallowed you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, it's actually not the one. I got another one from him. Then it might have been the one I seen but didn't share. But go. Roxanne Perez is the definition of being hot, but nothing. But nothing else to offer. Again, your mother should have swallowed you. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's like that. I mean, like I said, he's one of been one of the big cross fans, and all of a sudden he's just been throwing this shit out there. I'm like, dude. It's like, seriously. He needs to, ugh, he needs to get himself in check. Stop tweeting out. Then you're I got another one for you. Oh, God. This, the original tweet was Alex Wrestling. He says that this era in WWE is the closest to the Attitude Era we'll ever get. There are so many unique and strong characters in the company right now. Roman Reigns, LA Knight, Seth Rollins, Don Mysterio, Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, 
Rhea Ripley, Gunter, Bianca Belair, etc. A-Town Cross says, Can we please stop trying to gas this shitty-ass air? Almost half of these wrestlers are below average and don't even have characters to begin with. This is the opposite of what the Attitude Era was. The fuck? Oh, my God. Okay, A, on that original list, you should have left Dom out. I know, right? (laughs) But uh, B, it's like... Bless you. (laughs) That guy needs to get blessed because his takes are bullshit. Oh, my nose. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. I didn't have a chance to mute. Let it all out. (laughs) You right? Yeah, just sinuses getting on my nerves today, pissing me off. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, I got it. Okay. How much of uh, No Mercy did y'all watch? The only thing I watched was the main event. Okay. Jolie? I've seen clips are pretty much the same. Okay. So I watched the entire I watched the entire thing with Steve and loved the entire night. I went out of the event saying the final two matches were five star matches. They were fucking phenomenal. Uh Carmelo defending against Dragonoff, and then of course Becky and Tiffany Strand. I'm reading Dipshit's ratings. Okay. He gives Ilya and Carmelo four and three quarter stars. Four and three quarters. It's just like, just give it a five already. But he gives Becky and Tiffany four and a half. Same. Both matches were five stars. Meltzer. I don't fucking get it. Listen, Meltzer will only give a five star match if somebody from WWE blows him. And they're not Tony Khan. They're not going to suck his dick. I mean, Meltzer earned his stripes from working with WWE. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, he, he's a fucking tool bag that needs just to shut the fuck up him and Alvarez. It's insane. Absolutely insane. It's like, Kayla, it's like, seriously? Right. It's just... Anymore. I don't fucking know. It's like, what is he watching and everything? But, uh, Jolie, you mentioned something earlier with Tiffany and Becky, and this clip was actually shows the kind of character that Becky has and everything. Because when Becky was on the table and Tiffany was going for the swanton, and Becky actually had to catch her a little bit, so yeah. she wouldn't over rotate and everything like that. It's just like that's like the wherewithal, the ring, the awareness, and just like how she looks out for her competitors. Like going back to that uh, ladder match with uh, her, Charlotte, uh, Kyrie, and uh, Asuka. Asuka. Yeah. And and this is all while having a giant chunk of her flesh ripped out of her body. Yeah, I know, right? Ugh. I, was like, I, I was hoping her, I was hoping it wasn't too bad. It was just like a laceration with 11 stitches. Thankfully that was all it was, but damn. But- yeah, I mean, that picture, you talk about what I said earlier, wanting to vomit. That picture wanted to make me vomit. Um, because it's just like, I know what it's like to have an open wound, and I, I'm not able to function if it's in a spot where I need to use. Like, I have a scar on my hand from when I was younger when a dog bit me. I couldn't use my hand, my right hand for a month. Ugh. That was fun trying to write with, to write, you know? But yeah, no, it's just, Becky... Becky has become one of the best in that locker room. And I I keep hearing people saying, well, Sasha's the best, Sasha's the best, Sasha's the best. Maybe she is. But when it comes to helping the younger generation to get better, sorry, that's Becky. Becky's the one constantly teaching. Becky's the one constantly making sure that these girls know what to do. Becky is the one that is constantly making sure that they do the right thing and stand up for the right thing and work right. And to me, that makes her number one on the list. Bailey Bailey and Charlotte are doing the exact same thing. And I've noticed that Charlotte has been a lot more vocal in things and Bailey has been a lot more vocal in things. And it's just like they're, they're training and teaching these newer wrestlers and it's just going to be beautiful to watch that the four horsewomen have literally educated and trained these female wrestlers 
And it's just amazing to watch and see what they've done so far. And again, Meltzer, honey, suck my dick. Or in the words of uh, Christian, go fuck yourself. (laughs) All right. So before we wrap wrap up these shenanigans, okay, Kayla, the resident AEW person, because you watch it more than we do these days and everything. Okay. Okay, I can understand FTR losing the belts, but in less than five minutes to to those two? Really? Ricky Starks and Big Bill, really? Seriously? Um, oh, you couldn't find anybody else? Ricky Starks, I can say I'm happy for because Ricky Starks, since he's done this whole heel turn, has been great. It's been crazy. Oh, excuse me. But Big Bill... That used to be Big Cass. That used to run around with that guy with blonde hair and hairbrush in WWE. I mean, come on now. Well, that's what the microphone looked like. It looked like a hairbrush. Right. Um, but seriously. And then, then the fact, I know they have dirt sheets and stuff. And then the fact that I found dirt sheets who they were supposed to originally lose the titles to. Just makes me mad. Even matter. I'm not going to discuss it. But it's just... Yeah. Big Bill and really seriously, I would have rather the guns get those damn titles back than Big Bill and Ricky Storks. <laughs> I can't stand the guns. Who can? Aye, aye, aye. Who can? Aye. It's like absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Just, I mean, it's it's all foobarred up. I mean, supposedly another thing on AEW. Um, certain somebody's been cleared, so more than likely on Tuesday, we're going to crown a new AEW first time ever two time international champion. So, um, I'm pretty sure he's gonna get the title back. Oh, Mr. John Moxley. Um, but I'd say this right now let the man go on vacation. No right for real. <laughs> he needs a vacation. I mean, it's... you you have enough people in that locker room that Mox can go missing for six months. Legitimately, yeah, break. Take Renee with you. I think she deserves it too. For real. Much bullshit she goes through backstage with these people. I'm waiting for that one day. Her just a bitch slap one of them. Who was it one day? I'm trying to Miss Miss. No, no, yeah, I know she did it to Miz for saying, well, you are the one sleeping with them. No, who was it backstage that said something? Oh. I want to say, I think it was right before, was it right before? It was right before MJF got in the tag team with Adam Cole. Oh, okay. And it was a promo, and she was trying to interview him or whatever, and he's just like, I don't have time with this, and just smacked the microphone out of his out of her, out of her hand. And I swear that look on her face is just like, I want to smack you. And there was one other person. Was someone, and I swear those couple times where she had told Eddie Kingston to fix it. Fix the relationship between him and Mock. She wanted to smack some sense into him. You know? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I, I think I remember seeing that clip. She was like. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely crazy. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, this has been quite a recap episode. All right, Kayla, final thoughts? Well, nah, not really. All right, Jolie? Oh, don't forget that the Queen's Takeover is sponsored by W Energy. Go to W.GG at QT Bow Down for your promo code to get 10% off. And also, don't forget to check out our social media for the WWE shop officiated program and click on the link and also make sure you purchase something because if you purchase something, we get commission for it. We get credit for the links, but we get commission if you click on the links and buy something. So look out for those tweaks, those tweets and stuff around social media. Yes. I see the look. Um, but anyway, just look around between Writer Chaos, the Instagram, uh, QT Bowdown on Twitter. You can probably see it on Texas Sports Queen. And if we can get our gesture tweeted out on her page, um, just look for the link, click on it, buy some merch. You can get WWE NXT. If you want a main event Jay Uso shirt, you can get it. If you want a Cody Rhodes 
weight belt. You can find it. If you want to support your tribal chief, you can find his merch. You can find Oscar, Eo, Rhea. And if you just want to get a shirt of Dominic Mysterio to set on fire or just use as a cleaning rag, you can also get that there as well. <laughs> I'll just say this, our our, our friendly Kate, uh, Carolina Boss Lady is having a good day. Jolie, any final thoughts? <laughs> no, I'm good. Go birds. Alrighty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alright, well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.